With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to see that the Steelers are not going to be making some dramatic move to draft a quarterback. But it did take signing a rocket scientist to make that, at least in my view, really, really obvious. Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers. Comes your way bright and early every weekday morning. If you're into hockey and or baseball, I also offer up daily shots of penguins and pirates right where you found this program. It got a little overshadowed this week by Vince Williams returning. But Josh Dobbs being brought back into the quarterback room, and I'm going to underscore that term, quarterback room, because it means something here, was pretty significant and arguably as significant as anything that's occurred since Ben agreed to new terms to return next year. Because all of this fuss and fun that everyone's having over Mike Tomlin having watched Justin Fields' pro day at Ohio State, and then the Ohio State cameras catching Tomlin basically just pumping the kid up, which is so very Tomlin. He does that in every setting, but especially settings where there are young players. That's gotten everybody thinking that, you know, it's at least a possibility that the Steelers could either have fields fall their way and then be faced with a, you know, a difficult choice or even move up to get fields. Well, I think it's safe to state right now definitively that the move up thing is out. And here's why. When Dobbs signs, which he did this week, you have now filled the quarterback room. And the reason that I'm stopping on that term is that it was Art Rooney who said a couple of months ago, and it really caught a lot of attention, is that there's obviously space in the quarterback room. Well, at the time, Ben's status was uncertain. And at the time, Dobbs was known to be heading into free agency. Neither of those things is true anymore. The quarterback room has four spots. It has the Ben spot. It has the Mason Rudolph spot. It has the number three spot. And then it has We can call this the Paxton Lynch spot, even though it's now being filled by Dwayne Haskins. That's it. There is not a fifth spot 
I mean, if you want to put a quarterback on your practice squad or additional quarterbacks, whatever, you can do that. But there's there's four members of any quarterback room. Dobbs was the fourth. And Dobbs, being an actual rocket scientist, for anybody who doesn't know the level of intelligence that we're dealing with this with extraordinary young man, he would not have signed a contract to come to Pittsburgh, to come back to Pittsburgh, without being assured as much as such a thing is possible that he was at least going to be three, that he was at least going to be number three, that the Steelers would not just bring him in and then throw him right back out. Dobbs knew when he came back last year what the ranking, the hierarchy was going to be of the quarterbacks in Pittsburgh, and he knows going into next year. He knew there was a Paxton Lynch or a Duck Hodges or however it is you want to break it down in the mix last year, and he knew and knows that there's a Dwayne Haskins around now who the Steelers see as something of a Paxton Lynch-type project in and of himself, a former recent former first-round pick that Tomlin in particular sees as having some pedigree that's worthwhile. The room is filled. And for Dobbs to have heard what he wanted to hear from Kevin Colbert and Mike Tomlin, that tells me, and it probably should tell you, that Colbert and Tomlin have said, listen, we know exactly what our quarterback room is going to be in 2021. Now, the easy counter to that is, well, you can just throw Haskins out on the street. You're not doing something in the first round to bring in a quarterback at any point in time to be your number four. You're just not. And that's just not how the Steelers operate. You're not going to have a a guy come in, a kid come in, like a Justin Fields, and say, all right, here, you're you're in now. This is where you slot in the hierarchy. We're going to trade Mason Rudolph, and you're going to be at the number two spot. No, because he wouldn't be ready. He wouldn't have the reps. He wouldn't have the knowledge. He wouldn't have anything to be able to go out there on an NFL field and be a responsible backup to a 39-year-old franchise quarterback. That's what you need Mason Rudolph and Josh Dobbs for. So the quarterback thing is is out unless something completely nuts were to happen as a result of it, meaning fields were to drop to them in the draft and they'd be left with no choice. Today's Daily Shot of Steelers is brought to you by the personal injury law firm of Luxembourg, Garbett, Kelly, and George, LGKG. They help people who've been hurt in car accidents, who need assistance with workers' comp, who filed medical malpractice claims. The attorneys at LGKG have been designated as super lawyers, capital S, capital L. Like Picture all four of these dudes with capes on for over 15 years. 
The super lawyer designation is reserved for the top 5% of attorneys in our Commonwealth. LGKG has offices in Cranberry, Newcastle, Beaver Falls, Butler, and Elwood City. You can learn more about them at lgkg.com or by calling 888-842-5454. And then there's that. Then there's the dropping to them where fields would feel like found gold. They could be sitting there. Picture this. In the war room on draft day. And they could have, let's say, hmm, Najee Harris, Travis Etienne, and Javante Williams, the top three running backs. Let's just throw all three of them into the mix. Let's say that no one's taken any of the three. And Fields falls. You can say, oh, there's no mock out there that shows this, nothing like that. Show me a mock anywhere. Anywhere that has ever batted a 1,000 on the first round in the NFL. That's my easy comeback to that. So let's say that these things happen. No one wants a first-round running back. It's not like there's no precedent for that. And a quarterback surprises a lot of people by falling. Also ample precedent for that, right? So you have all these running backs. You have your pick of the position of the greatest need in your organization now and into the short-term future. And you have fields. And let's say that your internal grade, and every team has its own list, of course, your own internal grade has fields way up there. The head coach loves him, but the scouts love him. They've gotten to know him. They see things that others don't see, et cetera, et cetera. What do you do? Um, at the risk of flipping the script on everything I just said, I, I'd seriously entertain it. But I've got to feel very strongly about it. I really do. I've got to feel... Uh, the kind of conviction that the Steelers had, whether they'll end up being right or not, about Devin Bush, where you just fall so much in love, so deeply in love with a player, with his potential, with his character, with his with his fit, the Steelers' makeup and all that other stuff, that you say, I, I just don't care what we're giving up. We must have this player. But in that event, you would be willing to trade up. Wouldn't you? I mean, they did it for Bush. They went all the way up into the top 10. Because they knew Bush wasn't going to be on the board at a certain number. They moved all the way up. They just said to heck with everything. We're moving up and we're getting Bush the same way they did with Troy. We must have this player. We're aware of what the price is. We're aware of what the potential repercussions are. But this is the player that we want. This is the player that we, as a staff, as scouts, believe in. But if they felt that way about Fields, 
and they'd know that right now. If they felt that way about Fields, then why sign Dobbs? You see where I'm headed here? The Dobbs thing is the giveaway. It just is. It just is. I don't think Fields will fall. I don't think they'll be faced with this situation at all. But man, won't that be some drama? Imagine that when pick 24 comes along and Fields is there and running backs are there. When we come back, just comes today from Matt Hanford over across the pond. And Matt asks, I can't help but think that James Connors' 100-yard-plus games dried up at about the same time the defensive coordinators figured out Ben's tactic of fast-release dink and dunk. When the opposition pulled the defense higher up to protect against the quick passes, it seemed the extra coverage didn't help Connor. Would you agree? And do you think the Steelers are addressing this to give whoever we might draft a chance of having some space to run into? Well, I sure hope so, Matt. I hope that this is the number one priority of the offense. The best way to open up the running game for the Steelers is to pass downfield. Uh, you know, the, the adage in football for a century was that you need to run to open up the pass. It's now the reverse. It really is. That's life in the NFL. You need to pass to open up the run. You need to back people off the line of scrimmage. And because NFL head coaches are so conditioned to having their defenses spread out and spread back and having everybody in coverage, it took the league nearly a half a season to figure this out against the Steelers. I don't want to go overboard in giving John Harbaugh credit because what he did wasn't exactly a master stroke in the the game at Heinz Field where Baltimore was missing like half of their roster. But it set the tone because then we saw Washington do it and then we saw everyone do it the rest of the way. And there was nowhere to run. And that's why for everything else that we've seen occur with the Steelers and other concerns and issues raised, none of this is going to matter unless Ben throws downfield. And for me, that doesn't start with Ben's mindset or a playbook or the receivers doing a better job of getting open uh, or running smarter, more ambitious, more precise routes or just not dropping the football. All of those things matter. But what's going to matter more than anything else is that Ben believes that he's got more than 2.7 seconds back there to release the football. That release time, of course, was number one in the NFL. And to me, that's a, that's a sideways slap in the face to the protection that he was getting. Yeah, they kept him clean. He stayed healthy. He wasn't sacked very much at all. That's just because he was getting rid of the ball. All you have to do is watch the games, isolate uh, in particular on Alejandro Villanueva at left tackle and watch. He was getting eaten alive. Ben knew that. 
he wasn't in any sort of frame of mind to deal with the repercussions of that. So he got rid of the ball. This was never solved. This was never solved, this issue with the offensive line. The number one thing as it relates to this offense, heading into offseason workouts, Latrobe, the preseason, will be the performance of this young, inexperienced, no chemistry yet offensive line and how the quarterback feels about them to what degree he can trust them, to what degree he can specifically trust Zach Banner to protect his blind side over on the left tackle. That's it. Matt, that's, that's, that's addressing it. That's it. You can have all kinds of other things. If you were asking about you know Matt Canada gimmicks and this and that and sweeps and pulls and everything else and all kinds of misdirection and trickery and everything else, we're going to see all that. We will. It's not going to matter. If the quarterback doesn't throw the ball downfield, and he won't throw unless he feels he's protected. Thanks for the question. Thanks to everybody for listening to Daily Shot of Steelers all week long uh, and for a while now. It's a it's a fun, fun show to do, even this time of year when there really isn't a whole lot of news. We have the draft coming up before long. Point Park University, in the heart of downtown Pittsburgh, they understand there's no substitute for real-world experience and career-building connections. Their innovative curriculum engages students with distinctive experiential learning opportunities. Point Park's pioneering co-op program empowers qualified students to work in full-time, paid positions with their corporate partners while earning college credits. Visit pointpark.edu works to learn more. Career ready. That's the point. Point Park University. Your front door, your car, your gym locker, your gun. Safety is a habit. Learn more about how to keep guns safe and secure. Visit projectchildsafe.org.